Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, adventures, and ghosts. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watched Antlers. Antlers is a 2021 supernatural horror film directed by Scott Cooper and based on the short story The Quiet Boy by Nick Antosca. Set in an isolated Oregon town, it follows a middle school teacher and her sheriff brother who become embroiled with her enigmatic student whose dark secrets lead to a terrifying encounter with an ancestral creature. Scotty Cooper. Scotty SC. Great initials. Wonderful initials. I'm a big fan of those. Sean Carney. Um, Yeah, thanks. I love that you were just like, just in case anyone's wondering, (laughs) they're my initials. Um, I love a lot of his previous films. Yep. He's done great ones. Hostiles, Out of the Furnace. Really fucking loved them. Super excited for this. Waited a while to see it, although we've also put it off a bit because we're cowards. But yeah, year, yeah. year of Fear, we got to get on it. Year got of Fear, we, we, we sort of said off mic, Atlas was one of the ones we're going to Fear of Fear. And I think it's probably the one I was most worried about. Yeah. I didn't, I'd yeah. seen the trailer, didn't like any of it. Just the name. The name isn't yeah. any good. Single name horror movies that are a little bit like abstract. For yeah. example, so like um, something like... Something like uh, a Candyman or All oh, no, the Shining's that shining, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what point I'm trying to make now. <laughs> I guess what I was trying you didn't to get say through is, many. <laughs> no, no, because I then hit a roadblock. But yeah. I guess it's like when you see like a single name movie and the, and it's a horror movie. Yeah. And it's a little bit abstract and you can't quite work out what it's saying. Where the horror is coming from. Where the horror is coming from. So like a, a hereditary. Mm. What's scary about hereditary? That's yeah, not a right. fucking scary thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. What's scary? Antlers. What the fuck's scary about antlers? Antlers mm. are fucking bad, man. Yeah, yeah. So I think- Scream, that one's not. That's another example, but that's not. Malignant, <laughs> malignant. insidious. Yep. There's so many. <laughs> the Shining, no, I've got nothing there. <laughs> it, it, it. That's actually a perfect one. That's the yeah. perfect example. Yeah. So many of them. There's it tells this, you nothing. Fuck, yeah. you've, sold, you've, you've actually done so many. And here am I being like, I'm The Shining. Um, What about the movie Pan's Labyrinth? No, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, SC... The initials for this movie should have just been sad cinema because this was the most <laughs> yeah. bleakest, miserable fucking hour and a half of my life. Yeah. This is the saddest one we've done. So yeah. Not even no. sad, just bleak. It's yeah. just bleak. Yeah. It's, I, I hated it. I hated it because it was too bleak for me. I couldn't get all the way to hate in my heart because I do like Scott Cooper movies. And it's, it's well and put it's together. Well made in the sense that everything looks good, but story-wise, nothing really- it, It's- I'll never revisit it because there's no point. There's there's nothing to cling to. I have issues with the story as well in that there are some characters that don't do anything. Hmm. And then, yeah, but the the main thing was that we were raging about this during, during the watching of this movie where I was getting very upset because there was not a single tiny 
shred of hope, not even a tiny little spark of it at yes. any point during this movie. Nah. It was the most humorless piece of cinema I've seen in a long time. And like we've talked about, this is my personal preference, and I know some people have their own preferences when it comes to cinema, but for me, one, I always want hope. I think horror, more than any other genre, needs hope. Even if it even if it turns out tragic, that's all right. Yeah, even yeah. if you extinguish the hope at the end. Exactly right. You've got like, because even, even in like your classic storytelling tropes, yeah. tragedy has a point in the middle where everything's going well. Yes. <laughs> Exactly right. That doesn't happen in Antlers. No, no. It's it's hopeless all the way through. And then for me personally, I think all dramas should have a bit of comedy or comedy should have a bit of drama. So this is a very dramatic movie. Had no comedy. And like not when I say comedy, I don't mean like proper set up punchline jokes. Just little nice moments where you can kind of feel a slight lift, a slight elevation away from the drama. Yeah. And this was never going to, it never even came close to a suggestion of that. Yeah, I need hope dangled in front of me like a carrot. Yeah, even yes. if they take it away. That yeah, well, that makes then it. Oh, you can do that because then it means something. Yeah, I've invested in, I've believed in something, and then you've hurt me. Whereas this is just like you're just trying to hurt me with an unrelenting wave of yeah, just shit. There's there's it a, just doesn't work for me. There's a yeah. term for Australian cinema in particular because during the well, I suppose seventies, eighties, nineties, for a long time, everything that would get funded was what has now been dubbed misery porn, mm. where it was just like, what's the bleakest fucking rural Australian drug fuck setting we can think of? Ah, let's Snowtown. Snowtown, right. Let's throw yeah. some broken people in there and make terrible things happen. For me, this was like, oh, sitting on the edge of misery porn, yeah. and I've got no time for that. Yeah. I don't even know if it was on the edge. It just was. I think it was, right? I like, think, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Enjoyed is the wrong word. I appreciated aspects of it. And I thought it was again well made, and, some, and an interesting kind of concept to explore. But I think I think there was just too much miserable stuff. Like, yeah. Damo, you're saying there was no hope. I think it's because they had every subplot was a bad. So you had towns fucked because they closed the coal mine. Mm. Yep. Towns fucked because the coal mines fucked the environment of the town. People are injured and sick from the coal mine. Yep. No one's got jobs. Everyone's addicted to meth. Yeah. Everyone's either cooking it, selling it, or yep. using it. The kids at the school are kind of all broken and fucked. Oh, yep. yeah. Our leads are both victims of some horrific abuse. Yeah. Yep. That's too many. It's too many, just, mate. Just, just like you can have you can have a terrible, shitty yep. town with terrible, shitty people in it. Yep. Don't just... Like, you could have had the coal mine thing and the meth thing. Yeah. Because that probably feeds into one another that they yep. took away that so people started doing this. But there was just like... So much other, yeah. But yeah. even on top of that, your kid, your kid's father and little brother are now sick and basically fucked. Right, all, kid has all no that friends. Stuff without mentioning, there's a fucking Wendigo now killing yeah. people. Yeah, you've got that. The kid is friendless, so there's no like. Uh, it's he, what is he? Twelve years old? Ten, I think. Ten. You can, I know he was twelve. You're right, twelve. You can find little bits of hope in the story if you just give him a bit of a network of people. Yeah, and even if just do one that. friend that he that even if you just pivot it so it's one friend and that one friend goes to Kerry Russell's character and was like, yeah, my friend, blah blah blah. Just yeah, yeah. yeah. Instead of giving him a bully, give him a friend. But yeah. it's that thing of saying you give him hope and you can still take it away. Give him that friend. That friend might may, may die from the Wendigo or something. Right. Yeah. But then that'll mean more because you've invested in it. But right. There's nothing to invest in. No. Really. Yeah. Or or just like I get the idea of her. Having her be a victim of abuse and then seeing that pattern in this kid and that's what sets the alarm bells off for it. Yeah. That's interesting, but also, like, it just didn't... I don't know. It just... You're right. They just went so heavy. 
on mm. everything. Every yep. level, yeah. You didn't need to go heavy because you're also dealing with cannibal monster. Yeah. yeah. And that that was like there's some... Yeah, you don't need to go heavy on everything because you've got the heaviness of a 12-year-old kid trying to look after his brother and his dad. Yeah, in an impossible in situation. In an impossible situation because he's, I guess, terrified that... If he lo- if something if his dad gets caught being bad, they'll get separated by the system. Yeah. Like he just doesn't want to lose him. Like I, I think that's that's about the nicest part of this movie, and it's not nice at no, all. No, that, it's that bit where he's telling that story about the three bears, and he's yeah. like, they were evil, but they were together. Yeah, and it's like, oh, well, that's the that's the point of it. But I, I think I've I've come off it more the more mm. I talk about it because I did I did sort of was like, oh, I think this yeah, is good. yeah. It was so interesting watching this the three of us together. Because so often movies get the Tom Reed bump. Yep. That Tom is is into it enough. He's talking it up. He's going, "Oh, I like this. I like that thing." And then Gary Russell's of- really good, guys. Gary Russell's really good, which you said about a dozen times. Um, and so, yeah, by the end of the movie, he's he's given us the bump. Sean and I have had a great time. We've been in the fun section. <laughs> this this movie was immune to the Tom Reed bump. Touched everything you need to know about it. I think. Yeah, yeah exactly right. Exactly right. Needed more. Needed more. Tom Cruise saying, "It's not me. It's you." <laughs> <laughs> and then for me, so like again, well, like we're shitting on this movie a lot, but unfortunately, like I really don't have much good to say about it. So another thing that I found really frustrating is you do have Kerry Russell and you've got um, Jesse, Jesse Plemons. Plemons, like two, weapons, two weapons. Like Jesse Plemons in particular, I find very charismatic. There was nothing charismatic about his character in this in this movie, like. And their relationship was just so bleak because they were both from this abusive father relationship. But then, like, she'd come back to town after living in California for, like, 10 years because she, like, knew that she needed to... She owed that to her brother and she loved her brother so much that she's like, finally, dad's dead. I'm going to come back because I've got to see this brother of mine. And then... But all that was done through text because we didn't see a shred of emotion or family contact, which we should have. If the whole point of the kid loves his family so much, they just want them to be together... Then we should have been getting like the the benefit of what that looks like with the two of them. They're, the they've been through a broken situation and they've come through it together, and now look how close they are, and they've got a great bond. And you know that's where you, some of your light and hopefulness can come from. <laughs> yeah, and they were just sad together all the time. I just remember just how bleak it is. That- <laughs> the end of the movie, Carrie Russell kills a kid. Yes, yeah, it's fucked without hesitation either. And look, she should because that kid's yes. going to pop yeah. antlers in any minute. But, but like, it's still fucked to have to sit there and watch it. Yeah. Yeah. And even just that, like, there wasn't a, the, like, there wasn't a build up to her having to become the kind of person who could do that or anything yep. like this. Like, it was, I don't know, like, it really felt like, and I think because it's, it's stacked it with so many different themes and allegories and, and this sort of thing that is like, you didn't have room to actually build a character arc of any sort. No. Like, as, as far as I'm concerned, none of them had a character arc, not her or the kid, other than the kid being able to let his family go. Yep. But even that was so subdued in that, like, he stabbed dad. So, I guess that was pretty good. Yeah. And then he just stepped out of the way when she's like, hey, I'm going to kill your little brother now, mate. In, in um, like, looking at theme, I quite like they do that thing at the end, which just, I mean, it doesn't really feel like much really. But Jesse Plemons does the whole, could you kill someone you love thing. Yeah. yeah. That's something I kind of want them to address from the outset. Yeah, yeah. Because then that's more of an interesting story. It's about, you know, the son having to kill his dad who he loves. Right. Or maybe if you make a switch so that Kara Russell's killing someone at the end who isn't just like this random kid who she doesn't really even know. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't bring... That, to me, was the most interesting idea in it. And it's the very last thing. Yeah. Which, there's not going to be a fucking sequel. It's not that kind of film anyway. No. 
So it's just like this kind of pointless thread that's just going to yeah, go Yeah, and especially like, can you kill the one you love as as the major theme? Yeah. Then you could have even had the kid, and this is more awful, so maybe I'm just doubling down on the misery of it all. But if he's seen Carrie Russell have to pull the heart from her dad, and then maybe when she tries to do the little brother, he actually, Wendy goes up and like knocks her to the side, and then he has to do it to his own little brother. Yeah. Because he knows it's the right thing to do and the best thing. Like, or you, I don't know. Or you involve Jesse Plemons in the story more because he's mostly wasted. Oh, he's like, like almost complete. He's there for the final shot. That's so the only reason he's, he's there. He's injured. You bring him in. She, They kill the father, and the Wendigo tr- like moves into Jesse Plemons. Right. And then you've got the, can you kill the thing you love? Yeah. I've got to kill my brother. And again, we should have boosted that relationship throughout so that yeah. that actually had meaning. And also made me- Think back to one we watched in the early days, which was The Strangers, mm. which was another one that was just no hope at all, where the characters in that didn't have those little wins you want to see along yeah, the way, yeah. even if they ultimately lose. So, Kerry Russell and Jesse Plemons, they do even do team up at parts in this movie to like sort of like what's going on with the case sort of mm. thing. But at no point are they ever ahead. Do they ever have any little- Right. Not that it has to be a fun moment, but just a moment of like, hey- we're doing this together and we're actually right. we're getting or like information. sharing information and you're, yeah. you've got, oh, we're putting the puzzle together. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, I need your help. You need mine. We're working together. This is great. Yeah. It reminds us, you know, of the good times when we were kids or something yeah, like that. Yeah. You never yeah. have any of that. And right. so it's kind of like you watch this movie and it's like, it doesn't really matter what anybody does in this movie. It's going to be bleak and nothing's really going to matter. Yeah. I think there's, there's two things off that. Like thinking about a movie that you can have hope and, just, and take it away and it still ends kind of bleakly. Mm. Thinking back to a movie that I never want to see again, uh, The Descent. Yeah. Right. The ending of The Descent, even though there is a very shitty sequel, mm. the ending of that movie is she doesn't, you don't see her escape. Yeah. She's still in there, but she's fantasizing that she's with her dead daughter. Like mm. as as you see the things- With the birthday cake. It's yeah, beautiful. Descend yeah. all the- like, So it, that ends horribly and bleakly. Right. But they have little wins. Yeah. Yeah. Along the way, there is a lot of murder. There is a lot of unnecessary death. It is terrifying. It is awful. Yeah. But there are enough little wins that then when you lose again, you're like, oh, so you you, you expect maybe you'll get another one. And that movie doesn't end happily at mm. all by no. any stretch. Like no, no. the happiness is a bitter happiness, which would be how you could do with antlers. You know, the idea that they kill the dad, the Wendigo spirit then possesses Plemons and she has mm. to kill Plemons. And then the final shot of the film could just be the two of them sitting like, like the kid and Kara Russell mm. just sitting together. Just like a bit broken, but together. Family now, yeah. So it's like you, that way you can have your cake and, and eat it too. Yeah, you could even have like the kid writes a new story. Like, Maybe. Yeah, you know, yeah. he's, he's yeah. Other, the other bears died, but he's got a new bear in his life or whatever. Like something to insinuate, okay, this might go well. Where instead we get like, with the, I don't think there will be a sequel, but this, no. even the monster itself is the bleakest possible monster because you can't really kill it. Nah. All that happens is if there's someone else who's a bit hopeless and broken, it's going to move into their body, which it does with Plemons at the, in that final shot. Mm. And then you've got a town full of broken people. It'll so just feed off one, that town. Like what? Is she going to have to kill everyone in town yeah. as, as, as or slowly all of them become the Wendigo? Well, she just needs to take that kid and leave. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think I think that's the thing. I think because the point I was going to make about, oh, the- now that we're talking about it, I'm like, man, that town's so miserable and bleak. Mm. And then I'm like, ah, oh, this is going to fly in the face of everything we've just said. But for the monster to be the monster, it kind of has to be. For the Wendigo to be able to infect and hurt anybody, it's got to be in a town full of people who are broken. Like, I don't think what, it needs a, say- a town full of people. I think no, it needs no. some people broken. But I think the point of it being for this particular story is, is that it'll just keep... Hopping around. Yeah, like you it's know. got an endless supply of people who are broken enough to yeah. jump into. Like Wendigo, fucking cool monster. Uh, also, let's look, we talked a lot of shit. Fucking looked fucked. Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. 
Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, well, let's, let's jump yeah. to our first question, which is, were we scared? Because I think this is where all the positive comments are going to yes. come from. So, yeah. Were we scared? 100%. Yes. That thing is awful to that, look at. The design of that monster is exceptional. The design of it coming out of the dad oh. too. Is all, like I thought when he's because I know I know from previous other things that involving Wendigos mm. that we've that we've done is that you don't become a Wendigo you get the you get the appetite first right from the spirit and then once you eat human yeah. flesh once you cross that barrier then you become the Wendigo yeah so once the dad ate the human flesh I'm like oh he's going to become a Wendigo mm. and he starts going through that transformation I think we're all expecting that his body would just morph yes. yeah, yeah yeah yeah. What we weren't expecting was antlers to come shooting out of his fucking mouth. And that was like so perfectly shot where you get you get the antlers coming out a bit and you're like, oh, it's slow, it's grotesque, it's awful. And then there's that quick bam crack of his jaw with <laughs> yeah. like a whole bunch more popping out. And then we cut screw. Like it was perfectly shot. It yeah. was very, very effective. Yeah. That's I think that that's the best creature design of any movie we've watched. I think. Oh, it's Especially it's, towards the end when he's wearing the, the the skin mask of the face of, of dad, the dad, yeah. Yeah. The dad, yeah, it's horrible. Just so it looks so alien too, mm. because it's but but also it kind of looks like an animal, yeah. Like it's it's almost a bunch of things. Like it's got the horns, but it's got too many. Yeah, it's got a skull, but its jaw doesn't really like it's, and it's so gaunt and thin with like holes in its side because mm. it's. It, and then yeah. even the glowing heart through the middle looks yep. really great. Yeah, and and I thought they, you know, because for a while you see little bits of it and they don't show it and mm. it's good it's that traditional jaws thing of not showing the monster too much yeah. and i thought when we do finally see it at the end it's gonna lose all of its appeal because mm. it's probably gonna look shit right because i don't know how big the budget is on this and all that but then you see it in full and it's fucked yeah it's well, absolutely so fucked. a lot of reading up and a lot of what they 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 went hard on this they really yeah. a lot of it's actually practical yeah is a is a quite a big outfit for this there's some people to wear and then there's with a bit of vfx over the top yeah um but they brought in guillermo del toro Basically, just for the monster design, just for the to help with that side of things. <laughs> cool. I don't think he had a lot to do with the actual story. It was yeah. all everything I read was just about him giving his input towards the the monster design, and it does like it's really good because if you can go, oh yeah, I can see Del Toro's influence, but even then, it still stands alone from some of his monsters. Where yeah. it feels like something that has been birthed out of the earth. Like it, yeah, it's really unique and really really cool. It, yeah. yeah, it looks 
I think it's they call it a malevolent spirit mm. at, in both in the sort of those little that title scroll at the start, but also the ex sheriff yeah. when he's talking about the sort of the Native American stories around it is like yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an evil spirit, mm. and that's what it, it it it's just malevolence. Like yeah, it doesn't yeah. look like anything. You can't seem to it doesn't isn't you can't really reason with it because it's just. It's got a bone, for, like a skull for a head. Yeah. And it's got, and an appetite. And an appetite. It's, it's just, it's fucking really well done yeah. and terrifying and I hate it. And you yeah. don't you don't really know what it wants. No, well, just to feed, I guess. Yeah. And then, I even like the idea that the more it feeds, the hungrier it gets. Yeah. Like, that's so awful as well. Yeah. It's just an insatiable <laughs> black hole of a creature. Yeah. Ugh. And, and uh, unbeatable because if you kill it, it'll just jump to the next thing. So, it's almost right. like you've got to contain it, but- yeah, right. How do you do it? Yeah. And then the dad himself, before he goes for Wendigo, horrifying to look at. I, like, they again, they shot it really well. Like, again, you Tom, you said beautiful looking movie and tonally it, it does everything right because it is a miserable movie. Like, this town is, like, spooky and eerie and it's that, what, like, dying town sort of a thing. Yeah. And then this house in the centre of the town is the epitome of that. Like, as soon as we take a step into that house with this broken little boy there and see the locks on the door and, like, the darkened room and then when Dad comes crawling out of the dark and he, he looks so grotesque. Like, yeah. that actor, I don't know, who, I can't remember who that actor was. I actually thought he did an exceptional job because... It's again, it's that kind of thing where it could look a bit goofy if you overdid it. Yeah. And he's not that he's underdoing it because because it's a big performance, but it worked for me. I found it really creepy and believable. Yeah. Uh, particularly yeah. when the principal comes as well. Yeah. And yeah. he just sort of comes up behind her and then he's on top of her. And like, I wasn't expecting him to eat her face. Oh, and he went straight for the, f- yeah. Straight for yeah. the face. Yeah. And he just kind of like gnawed at it and then ripped, ripped her jugular out. It was like graphic and fucked. Yeah. yeah it was not fun. No, not, not at all. all. No. And then even like the scenes where just the the boys like fed them fucking roadkill or whatever. And then he's just sitting outside the door and then he hears his little brother saying, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. Puts the headphones on. Oh, like again, just too bleak and depressing, but effective for sure. Just also the the kind of note of him trying to feed his brother normal food. Yeah, yeah. Like his dad is gone. So he's he's feeding dad a lot of the blood, (laughs) but he's like trying to give his brother like candy at one point. Yes. And the brother just vomits it back up. Yeah, yeah. Because he's just, just, because he's like, you're not as bad as dad. Yeah. And then you get that, you know, that, that sort of heartbreaking flashback dream sequence there where you see the, the intervening weeks where Mm. dad's like, dad's, daddy's sick. Yeah, and the dad's the one who actually locks himself. I know in that room. the fact that dad's trying to do the right thing. See, this uh, we talked about this as well, but like, I really like that dad was actually a good dad. Yeah, but then him being someone, well, who- you know, good good for a meth dealer dad, right? Yeah. But that's the thing. I actually wish they'd taken away the meth dealer thing. He could have just been a, a, a logger or something like that. Yeah, because that taints him as good dad where it's more again i guess it's more heartbreaking but i think it has more impact that's where you like maybe there's a bit of hoping that dad was good and you can kind of understand why the kid's trying to protect him so much and and his brother but because the first thing we see of dad is that he's producing meth we're like oh okay well he's a bad guy yeah yep. rather than later we see him trying to do his best to protect his kids from himself which it, goes oh that's a good guy. doesn't show you that sort of flashback until probably too late yeah you've already by then i'd already disconnected emotionally from the movie 100 yeah, yeah. And like we were getting very upset that this kid wasn't doing anything to protect anyone else that he yeah. was just hiding them yeah and old mate thomas reed over here was protecting him <laughs> <laughs> look i get it when your dad turns into wendigo you lock him in an attic you feed him raw meat yeah and you don't tell a soul <laughs> kids doing you know look i will say this in defense of that kid, 
I think the big plot point is that he doesn't want to he doesn't want to be separated from his brother. Yeah, and there's a throwaway line by Plemons earlier that you know. Because she, um, Kara Russell asks, why isn't Weaver in jail, the yeah, dad? Yeah. He's like, well, if we put him in jail, who'd look after the kids? Yeah, yeah. They'd be taken in by the state and separated, most yeah, likely. Yeah. And so I get his kid logic being like, if I could just keep them together, if I could just, mm. they'll, be, they'll feel better soon. But unfortunately, his old dad becomes new dad. Yeah. And new dad is bad. He's a very hungry man. Yeah. But also doesn't eat, the, like, weirdly, doesn't eat both kids. No. Yeah, I know the rules of it are a little bit. Like, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah. Is he? Is there enough of him left to be like, those are my kids? Well, then he takes his face. Then he takes his man face off. Yeah, I think once he drops man face, I think that's a very symbolic of thing. Of yeah. Like, oh, daddy's well and truly gone <laughs> yeah. at this point. Uh, one last thing on the where we scared the kids' drawings. Mm. Oh yeah, like yeah. obviously kids doing fuck drawings is a horror trope from way back. It's always effective though. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I just and like this one, one of them was enough. One would have been yeah. plenty. Yeah, yeah. and like. They they haven't even gone like oh it's a kid's drawing but there's something a little creepy and off about no no we've, we this is the creepiest kid's drawing you've ever seen in your life yeah. he's using red and black pens to really get it across and we're just leaning all like a talented artist must have actually drawn these things because they're the creepiness is ramped up to a hundred yeah for sure yeah. Yeah. imagine that'd be a fun job like you're an artist <laughs> hey can you draw us um, a drawing for a fucking kid who's seen the devil whose imaginary friend is Satan <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like that classic trope of like oh and who's this. Oh, is this man my family? Oh, and who's that? Oh, that's Rebecca who lives under the stairs and she's going to eat daddy. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, that would be a fun job being an artist who gets commissioned to draw scary kid drawings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or if there's someone who's like the best in the field for that. If you want scary kids drawings, you go to this guy. Oh, you need to get Armando. He's- <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's your guy. He's been doing them since he was a creepy kid himself. <laughs> All right, did our characters act wisely or foolishly? Let's break it down into character. Okay. okay. Carrie, for a, the longest time in the movie, she's good. Yeah, very wise. Pretty yeah. wise. She goes to the house originally, hears like an animalistic sound and is like, no, fuck no, I'm Walks out of here. away, doesn't yeah. even take a single step into nah. the house. Fantastic. Tells Big fan of that. Big yeah. fan of that. Tells the sheriff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot of what she's doing- Goes to the principal about the kids draw like really goes to the principal has a go at her brother when like he's trying to say oh it's a bit of a coincidence that sort of thing yeah um, she's pretty switched on really right up until her brother gets gored by this thing and yeah. then she's just like I'm gonna go save the day and it's like well even watching her you know basically defeat the monster at the yeah. end I'm like I just don't even really buy that you could do that no I agree like this thing is a giant malevolent spirit who has successfully killed a number of people already yeah. Somehow, because the boy stabs it, she can rip its heart out. Like, yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a stretch. Especially, though, because you only get a bit of a snapshot into how to beat it. Like, mm. there's one scene with a very quick conversation where a guy says, once it's eaten, it's weaker. Yeah, And that's yeah. the only when, in that weakened state is the only time you can kill it. Yeah. Which I assume is when it eats, its heart glows. Yeah. Right. So, she just happens to get there right. after it is finished eating and is then able to kill it. Yeah. Whereas, if she had have shown up... At any other point, mm. she'd be fucked. Yeah. So that works if she's staking it out and, all right, wait for it, wait for it. It's eaten. It's go time. But she yeah. just sort of goes in and is just like, I'm just going to shoot it and right. see what happens. But she could, you could have had a great scene that obviously the half dead bear, the half eaten bear, could have had a great scene where she's just staking it out, sees a Wendigo and a bear have a fight. Yeah. And then the Wendigo slowly beat it and ki- and eat it. Like, that yeah. would just been a great scene. That would have been great too. And even, like, see how the bear fights it. Are there any weaknesses? Yeah. Like, actually do a bit of, like, study on it. But, like, it's not. It's kind of just guns blazing. I'm going to go in there. Mm. I've probably never even shot a gun before, but hey. Right. It's yeah, a I'm going to kill this giant monster and then a small child. Yeah. It's a stretch. Mm. <laughs> yeah, a big stretch. Yeah. 
helped too by the the kid stabbing the dad when uh, they didn't do enough for me hmm. for that kid to have changed his mind that he's not still on. Yeah, his dad's the whole side. movie we were getting very frustrated because he was doing nothing to help anybody. Yeah, and was letting people die because no dad's going to come good. Yeah. But I've got a new dad now. He's great. Yeah. And then, yeah, then he, he sees Kerry Russell fighting him for 30 seconds and goes, all right, I guess I better kill Dad. Yeah, pretty much. And like Tom, you said, oh, it might have been when the face came off and it's not Dad anymore sort of thing. That's a failure of editing for me because you need to show the face coming off and then show the kids sort of being like, hang on a second, what the f-? Like, you need to show that. You can't just... There are things you can imply and an audience can put two and two together, but when yeah. you've spent the whole film... this, I think the kid's a bit selfish, even though his situation is completely fucked. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, he's making choices that are getting other people killed or hurt. Or do you want to do him next? Is he wise or foolish? I don't think he was wise at all. But no. like for a lot of it, you can go, He's a oh, traumatized, kid. traumatized a kid. Yeah. No, but you reach a certain point where like it goes up, principal's dead, he sees that, dad's gone, brother's gone, where he needs to be like, okay, Mr. Policeman, here's what's happening. Yeah. Or to the doctor or to the teacher who he has developed a bit of yeah. a bond with, enough mm. to like have a chat about things. Yeah, yeah. So that was a bit frustrating. Yeah. What's the point of having Kerry Russell bond with him if not to have a moment later on where he can share with her? Yeah, yeah. And like that we didn't really ever get that moment. And I get that he's mm. the most severely broken child of all time. Yeah. So, you know, obviously take it all with a grain of salt. But I agree. I think like I was saying this to you guys when we were watching, like the adults in this town aren't, they're not the, they're not the adults from Derry yeah. where everyone's broken because of the influence of this monster in town. Yeah. So- you kind of feel like he there hasn't we haven't done the groundwork for us to go okay no he doesn't trust any adults ever yeah I'm like no he's got enough okay nice adults around him like even when they go take him to the hospital the doctor's quite caring and nice yeah obviously Jesse Plemons is like he cares he's a bit weary and everything but he's trying to do his best yeah so like I don't know the, the, it, there's not enough there for me like and if he really wants to help his brother and his dad go get outside help yeah he's still doing it in service of them. But he doesn't. He just keeps hiding it away and lets more and more people get killed. You can understand it more if it was just the dad. Because mm. the dad's already become quite animalistic. And sure. It, you know, sure, he's scared. But his brother, like for a lot of it, still looks relatively human. Yeah. He's not well, but he's not a monster yet. Yeah. If you care about your brother, tell somebody. Yeah. Be like, my brother's in there. Come and get him out. My brother's get some sick. medical attention for my dad. Yeah. yeah. Frustrating. Very yeah, very frustrating. <laughs> yes, I can't. Be too harsh. I'm harsh on Kara Russell because she's an adult making decisions. Yeah. I can't judge that kid. Just because I think for me, the plot point of he doesn't want them to get separated, I think for me, hmm. justifies his actions enough. Okay. Yeah. They're not good actions, but I think yeah. I get his logic and thought process. That's it. Like, I'm not, not going to go too hard. Because, Until yeah. he stabs his dad because he doesn't really earn yeah. enough to do that. But yeah. I, every, everything else, I, I, I weirdly... He makes terrible choices, but yeah. I get why he makes every single one of those choices. Sure. I Yeah, I can understand that. I don't agree with it completely, but I understand. We don't yeah. want to go too hard on the kid, even though no. while watching it, I said, just kill him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, You're a bad man, Sean. No, 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 no. That's that's cinema, mate. <laughs> Killing children is cinema. Yeah. Well, yes. You, hey, if you watch this you film, the, I think you'll agree Did you see the end of this movie yeah. where Kerry Russell yeah. heroically murdered a child? Well, I don't know heroically. <laughs> it's, not, uh, it's not a good scene. It's not like, oh, yeah, woo. It's yeah. like a, oh, no. <laughs> well, I thought she was going to get eaten. Yeah, well, the way she hugs him, brings him in, it's like, you deserve to get bitten. And he's making oh, all those oh, awful oh, noises and just the, the sprig of an antler starts poking oh, out of his mouth. Oh, yeah, it's yuck. It's very yuck. The it whole movie's so yuck and bleak and sad. Yeah. Yeah. How do we do in this situation? We're dead. I think, here's my thought. <laughs> we die of hopelessness long before Antlers even yeah, shows up. Yeah. <laughs> this town just kills us. Yeah. We get killed by Blake. Because, okay, so the whole thing is you, even if you kill the Wendigo, it will then just like latch onto something else. Yeah. Can you not kill it but trap it? 
Look, there's a video game yep. that I was forced to play once by people <laughs> part of the Sans Pants Network. Fuck yep. you, Adam Carnavale. Yep. Called Until Dawn. Yep. And the premise of that is Wendigos. Sure. Spoiler alert for Until Dawn. It's yep. a game that's been out for years. But in that, there's a guy who's like, you know, you can't kill them because if you kill them, it releases mm. them. So he's just been locking them in an old asylum. There you go, okay. mate. I say okay. we lock it up in the mine. Oh, Can you yeah, blow the mine up and bury it? Because well, no, to kill it, you have to destroy the heart, right? Yeah. yeah. And supposedly- so Can you not just crush it under the weight what of this whole thing? What if it destroys its heart, though? But supposedly it's been in the mine. Like, it comes from the mine. Yeah. Because so I think returning yeah, so to the been mine in there for? is- Ages. Well, ages, yeah. The town hasn't had Wendigos before. My so thing is, is it, yeah, it's like that because there's that news clip you hear where they start the mine, they've started the mine back up again. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. And it's come out because there's those bags, the heart yeah. bag things that are all hanging in there. Yeah. Well, look, based on the ending of this film where Kerry Russell defeats it in mm. combat, you just have to get a group together, really, to take it down. Yeah. And then just wait till it's had a good feat. And then just lock it up, so, like trap it somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I think returning it to the mine's really good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like the mine's huge. The mine's are massive, obviously. Yeah. You only need to shove it in one spot, like trap it, yeah. and then blow further down the top. Blow that up so there's rubble in front of that for miles. For, for days, yeah. The yeah. only thing is, though, yeah. then you, you, you're you in a gatekeeping scenario where the three of us are then responsible for making sure it doesn't get out. Because if it gets out. Mate, someone in that town's got to have a fucking purpose. <laughs> yeah. May as well be three scared boys. I, wow, yeah. I don't. I think I'm with Damon. I think the town just crushes us before yeah. the Wendy. No, no, I, can, um, I cannot accept defeat and I will trap the beast. <laughs> the beast must die. No, it can't <laughs> die. Yeah, Sean. Sean. Yeah. I'm going to be so tempted to. I'm going to wake up every day and drink myself to death because I'm like, I want to kill it, but I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. I think trapping's your best method. I don't know that we've got the will to do it because the hopelessness of this setting is too strong. But we believe in hope. That's true. If you give me an inch of hope, I might run with that. We are the hope that town needs. So we fix the town and kill... So, no, we fix the town, right? Yeah. We inject so much fucking hope into that town. Yes, yeah. boy. Now they I are like no this. longer depraved. It's like sad. Klaus. We bring the mail system to the town. Oh, <laughs> yes. We Klaus the, the Klaus fuck out of that yeah. town. Yeah. And then we kill the Wendigo. Yeah. Because... There's nowhere oh, broken so you, spirits you for know, it to go. You're right. You've got to oh, fix the town I love and this. then kill the beast. Yep. Trap the beast, fix the town, then kill make it. everybody happy, kill the beast. Yep. Well, well, then, well, then it, it travel to another town, though. That's another town's problem. Yeah, it's true. We don't, care. I don't think we care at that point. Yeah. We've Although, made the I mean, best town in the world. But if that's our approach, we could just trap it and then leave and move somewhere else. It's not our problem anymore. No, I love this fix the town. All right, fixing Klaus, the town. Klaus fixing the town. Good. Oh, bringing happiness to a town. That's it. Prove that hope defeats See, this misery. movie, we were about to give up. Yeah. The movie killed our hope. It did. And we brought hope back to the movie. It's near to kindle, then soon enough you have a fucking bonfire of hope. <sighs> gotcha, Scotty Cooper. <laughs> we, we cannot be killed, boys. I keep well, telling you. Again, I think we can. Never. It's never happened. Quote me. <laughs> <laughs> and that is all the skate talk we have for this episode i've been damien i've been sean i've been tom uh if you scared listeners like to send us an email to say hi or suggest movies you can do so at three scared boys at gmail.com or you can find us on twitter at scaredy boys or individually i'm at midday pajamas i'm at carney from 55 i'm at awkward trade stay scared everyone i wasn't expecting him to eat her face Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.